Steam locomotives were some of the most powerful machines ever built. They pulled trains that fueled our imagination. They represented vision, collaboration, ingenuity, customer service, and extraordinary human achievement. But in order to get to their destination, it took someone guiding them through a series of switches in order to get to the main line. Just like leaders today, it takes someone directing them down the right path in order to get to their destination. Welcome to Mainline Executive Coaching ACT, which stands for and Cultural Transformation, hosted by Master Certified Intelligent Leadership Executive Coaches, Michael Bailey and Rich Barron. With over 50 years of successful cultural transformation and quantum leadership development between them. Once again, thanks for joining us and enjoy today's show. All right, welcome, folks. Mainline Executive Coaching, here we go. We've got another great guest with us today. This is Rich and Michael, and we are here today to talk about leadership and a particular kind of leadership activity, you might say, that most leaders don't participate in very often. In fact, they're, they almost want to stay away from that. And it's this notion here. Let me just read it so I get it exactly right. It is John Matone's law, number 10. Great leaders engage in quiet daily reflection. Did I bring extraordinary value to my family, my team, and my organization? And then make the commitment to bring even more value tomorrow. That's what we'll be talking about today. So let's get started. Let's get going on that. We've got a great great young man here with us. I'm excited to have him. I've known him for a little while here. He and I did some training together. This is Al Fragnoli. He's back in Minnesota. Minnesota, Al Fragnoli. Al, how are you? Give us your introduction. Give us your 60-second me in the elevator speech. Let the folks know who you are. I will. Michael, it, Michigan, 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 much better than Minnesota. Let, let me, I'll tell you that much better than Minnesota. Um, Michael, it is good. To, it is good to see you again. Um, love the training that we did a couple of weeks ago together. Learned a lot from you. So excited to be a part of this. Rich, good to see you as well. I know we've, we've talked quite a bit as well. So thank you, gentlemen. Honored to uh, be talking to both of you guys today. Just, you know, a little bit of background on, on me and, and why why ILEC why I connected here? But um, I've worked in in the beverage industry for the last seven years of my career with a Miller Coors distributor, been a manager and a sales representative for them. Um, and prior to that, worked in the sports industry. I was I was a part time area scout for the Toronto Blue Jays for a year, um, and spent time with the Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh Pirates as well. So um, was fortunate enough to um, come in contact with ILEC and John Matone and his team uh, a little bit after Christmas time this year. So um, probably been about seven months or so since I started the process uh, with with them and um, always, always been passionate about leadership and really you know, kind of inspiring people to to accomplish uh, what it is that they want to strive for and really helping people um, achieve their goals and being in the right mindset. So um, excited to be a part of ILEC and, and excited to be with both of you um, wonderful gentlemen today. Well, good. Thank you. That's kind of you. Let's start unpacking this law, the law number 10, great leaders engage in quiet daily reflection. Before we got on the podcast today, you were kind of talking about there's these leaders, they just feel like they don't have the time. 
there's just no time to reflect. I got too much going on. Tell us a little bit more about what you were talking about with us. What is what's going on with those? I don't have time anyway. So what do you want? Yeah. So that so that's a great point, Michael. So um, as I was talking to you earlier, I just finished reading a book um, titled uh, "Mental Toughness Mindset." Um, written by Steven Patterson. And it, it was a really, it was an easy read. It was a great read though. But um, in that book, uh, the author indicated the importance of spending 15 minutes every single day for, for self-reflection, for meditation, kind of, um, you know, really thinking about what you got accomplished for the day and just letting your mind wander a little bit and, and not be so critically focused on, on those daily tasks that you're constantly, that we're grinding through. Um, the author, an interesting point that he mentioned in that book was that, um, you know, when you're going to encounter a lot of people in your life and when you share with them the importance of reflecting for 15 minutes every single day, there's going to be so many people, Michael, like you just mentioned, I got so much going on. I don't have time for this. Um, I, I can't make time to, to self-reflect, to meditate for 15 minutes every day. Those people actually need 30 minutes, the author indicated. And to me, that kind of it really struck a chord because... Um, if you think about really in the last 20 years or so, we've went from nobody having a cell phone to everybody has a cell phone. Um, everybody gets their email sent to their phone, text messages. You know, so if you have a boss that contacts you, tries calling you and you don't answer five minutes later, you're getting a text message. You're getting a you're getting a um, an email that comes through on your phone. You're expecting to respond like immediately. Right. So. Um, I often just look and think and, and say it's critically important for us to be in a in a great mental state of mind to be the best version of ourselves that we possibly can. And that's going to help happen uh, through self-reflection. So this is something that I learned not too long ago by, by reading this um, this book um, by Stephen Patterson. I've implemented it in my life. Um, I typically do it in the evening after I put my two little kids to sleep. So I, I try and do it around nine o'clock every single night. And it really allows your mind to just kind of be at ease, right? We have so much going on every single day in our lives. It really allows your mind to just focus, relax, um, kind of unwind for the day and be ready to focus on the next day ahead. Yeah, that's a great that's way to kind of set up the next day, you know, just yep. doing that. Rich, what are your thoughts on this? You know, I, I think it's incredibly important that you, you do take time just to have that brain dump. And that's that's a term I learned from you, Michael, uh, just at the end of the day, just to sit down and really contemplate what you were what you got accomplished that day. And I think in order to do that and look at, you know, it talks about those extraordinary values. So. I guess you need to really determine what's what's valuable to you. What are those extraordinary values that make you tick, that make you who you are? And it's important to have that brain dump every day. Write things down. You know, take time to really reflect on, on the day. You know, what did I get accomplished, um, and what do I need to accomplish tomorrow? Here's here's the thing too is, you know, I've always heard about money. You know, spending money. You know, you can get money back. You can you can make more money, but time you can't you can't get that back. What we have today is all we have. This today, we're never going to get today back. You know, so what did you actually trade today for? What kind of you know what was extraordinary about today, and how are you going to improve on that tomorrow? Um, I, I heard an interesting quote uh, that said, "Don't put off anything." until tomorrow and it's, it's something 
you're willing to leave it down before you die. <laughs> I thought that, that that was pretty interesting. You know, you never know. Are you going to put something off uh, that you're never going to get accomplished? So, what did you really get accomplished today? You know, sitting really reflecting that. Take time for yourself to really, really mull over what you got done. That can be difficult. I, I know when I worked with with different. Uh, executives and entrepreneurs, one of the things they do is they teach them to have this professional journal. We talk about this professional journal, this is actually designed the way your brain works. And we go through and just, here's how it works and how to get the most efficiency and most effectiveness out of your day. And there'll be those people who say, so did you start with that? And, and Rich talked about, do you start every day with a brain dump? Just like, what's on my mind? You're coming out of sleep and waking up and your brain is just opened and it hasn't totally engaged, but you get that going on. And so I say, uh, so have been writing in a journal? No, no, I haven't. No. Okay. So why not? I can't think of anything to say. Okay. That, that happens. So get out pieces of paper. Get out a pen or something. Okay. So here's what I want you to do. Just write whatever's going on in your mind right now. Anything you say, yeah, whatever's going on in your mind, just write that down. Okay. I got it. Got it written down? Yeah, I do. So what'd you write? I wrote down, there's nothing going on. Okay, that's great. That's very good. Um, now, just write down what's going on now in your mind. Okay, they write again. Did you got that? Yeah. What'd you write down now? Uh, there's still nothing going on in my mind. Okay, that's great. That's great. One more time. This, what's going on in your mind? Just write that down. Write it again. Okay. Now, what's going on in your mind? I'm starting to feel really stupid. <laughs> so, I said, that's excellent. I'm really glad you did. I want you to read it through all the way from the beginning. All the Nothing's going on in my mind. There's still nothing going on in my mind. I'm starting to feel really stupid. I said, you don't know how it is. And let me tell you why that's so good. Because what you just reported here is what you say to yourself all the time. Nothing's going on. I feel stupid anyway. Blah, blah, blah. Your mind is just reflecting back and giving back to you what you say to yourself all the time. Because what you give to it, it will give back to you. So this is a great starting point for you to start realizing you got to change the way you think. And then all of a sudden, this flood, this dam breaks open, and they, all this stuff starts coming out. So reflection is an opportunity for every one of us to take a look at how do we talk to ourselves? How do we look at the world? How do we see things? How do we process things? And a very interesting st thing starts to happen when we do that. We start to be able to reflect and see things clearly. Let me just share with you a real quick anecdote here that I find, I've, I've read this years ago, it's persuaded with me. Uh, this was in uh, Napoleon Hill's book, uh, Think and Grow Rich. A, a man, young man had joined the organization of this big organization, blah, blah, and the boss was taking him around, showing him all these places. And they walked past this one office, and the guy had his feet up on the desk, and he was just off dreaming. And the young man looked at that and said, huh, well, you ought to do something with that guy. That guy's just wasting his time. I mean, he's not doing diddly squat, is he? What, what, are you going to fire him? What are you going to do? He said, well, actually... The last time that guy had his feet up on the on the chair like that, on his desk rather, like that, he made me a, a million dollars. So I just let him kind of do those kind of things. It's that idea, disengaging, sitting back, getting a different point of view. The ideas can start coming, start coming forth. So let me ask you, Al, in this thing of reflecting to bring greater value, what do you do? How do you do that? So what I do and what I have found that works for me is, again, I just started implementing this several months ago, but 
I have started finding that daily reflection point every single day. And I'm spending about 15 to 20 minutes in the evening around nine o'clock. Kids are in bed. They're, they're done. Um, and I spend some time to self-reflect, you know, what, what did I, what did I get accomplished? What didn't I get accomplished that I wish I would have got accomplished? Why didn't it happen? And Michael, you brought up a great point about the journaling. That's something that I started implementing as well. So if I'm having thoughts that go through my mind on a daily basis, I'm writing down what those thoughts are. Why are they occurring? So I can look back and evaluate those later on too, because, you know, if we're having negative thoughts, in the morning for something that happened and and our mind is is just ingrained on that negative thought there's a good chance that the rest of the day is going to be pretty unproductive so again what i'm spending you know good 15 to 20 minutes in the evening um finding some downtime to self-reflect and the journaling has been incredibly beneficial to um, when I'm having instances of, of, of self-doubt or whatever is going through my mind, I'm, I'm jotting that down um, and, and really trying to focus on, on why that's happening um, and what it is that I might potentially need to do different um, to get the most out of my day and, and bring the best out of those around me. I like what you just said a lot, Al. I like, Rich, you, both, you guys are both sports guys, especially baseball, right? But mm-hmm. people would not know this about you. You were a real hot dogger when it came to skiing. You were one of those guys that would do the jumps off the cliffs and you just be going 180 miles an hour and you just were, were that guy, right? Were you not? Uh, yes. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah, was, I've, I've got the broken bones to prove it. Right. Yeah. Those, you know, those pictures Absolutely. you see, this guy is nuts. That was out. That was, that was, <laughs> that was him. So here's my point. You mentioned about catching yourself in negative thoughts, right? As a, as a guy in sports, both of you. And as a guy who does those kind of crazy jumps, I mean, when you think about it, could you allow yourself to have negative thoughts about any of that stuff? Or will you just focus on, I can do it, I can make this happen, I can pull that off? Yeah, yeah, it's important to have those positive thoughts when you're doing that kind of stuff. Um, uh, or otherwise you get a ride down in the toboggan with the, the ski patrol. And I've done that more than once, but uh, yeah, no, I, I think positive thoughts, being positive about your, your abilities are incredibly important. You know, Al, I, gotta, I gotta ask Al something. You, you are uh, a major league scout. So there are what, 650, 650 people are players in the MLB. And every single year, about 1,500 new players come in into the draft. But there's only 650 in the MLB. So once you get in the draft, what do you look for? What do you guys look for, you know, for those people who are going to go on to that next level? So so my role when I was scouting and back in, in 2012 with the Toronto mm-hmm. Blue Jays, um, the biggest prospect that I was working with or following around in the Central Florida region was Lance McCullers. And he's with the Houston Astros as a starting pitcher right now. So when when you're scouting somebody who has the potential to be a major league prospect, you're really looking at future value and what future potential they might have, right? So if you go to – and Rich, we, we've talked about this a little bit with baseball and what makes it so unique and interesting and why I personally love the sport is, you know, you might go and, and, and scout a guy one night and he goes 0 for 4, right? And if you just go that one day – 
you're like, man, he's not that good. He's not that talented. You go the next day and he's three for four. So you really got to see an entire body of work. And and really with baseball, it, if that individual player is, is, um, is 30%, has a 30% success rate at the plate, he's going to be, he's going to be a hall of fame caliber player. Right. So you really got to train your mind to, to know that you're going to fail more than you succeed. And so when we were looking at players and I'm looking at high school prospects, we're getting there early. Um, we want to see how they interact with their teammates. Um, you know, if potentially they're having an, an off day on the game, are they, are they sitting back on the, on the dugout um, and not really interacting and involved in the game? Or are they at the top, top of that step on the dugout or encouraging their, their teammates, you know, but we're, we're looking at future, future potential. And we're si- we're trying to see some of those intangible traits and characteristics that each, each athlete um, possesses. Okay. We're down to That's great. Let's, let's do this real quick. Last minute we've got here. What would you, which, what's your takeaway that you would like Al? this is to you and then to Rich, what's your takeaway in terms of leaders? If I could get you to do this one thing, this would be the thing that I recommend. And then tell us how they can get a hold of you. This young, smart, clever man that's an executive coach. So I, I personally think that one of the best traits that a leader can have is, is empathy. Um, I think we see a lot of leaders in today's day and age, um, you know, that, that really don't necessarily possess that trait. And, and, you know, we can get into a whole nother topic of this, but um, to kind of wrap it up pretty quickly, I think a lot of leaders don't possess that empathy trait. And I think that's a huge characteristic. I know that's something that I'm incredibly passionate about and, and believe wholeheartedly in. Um, and, and to answer the second part of, of your question there, Michael, if, if anybody needs to get a hold of me, um, you know, my, my cell phone number is probably the easiest way to contact me. It's 586-344-9864. Feel free to reach out, um, you know, and, and we can go from there. But but more than happy, I am incredibly passionate about leadership and and happy to help in, in, in any way possible. Excellent. Reflecting is a great way to get more empathy going on in your world. Yeah. Thank you. 100%. Great to have you here today. Rich, take it home. All right. Thank you very much again. You know, and I got to say, you hit it on the head. That potential value, the potential future value, uh, reflecting on, on those values. What did I do today? What potential do I have to improve tomorrow? You know, and I, I think people miss that point. It's not, it's not my current performance. It's my ability to move on my ability to get better is really what it it comes down to. So once again, Al, thank you so much uh, for being on our show. You have your own podcast as well. You want to just mention that real quick before we're done? Sure, absolutely. Um, Rich, Michael, thank you. It's been an absolute pleasure. I I can't thank you both enough for having me on. Um, uh, The podcast that I have that I do with a former coworker of mine from the Pittsburgh Pirates, a great, great friend. Um, he is a true believer in servant leadership as well, um, Zach Sooty, but we both together collaborate. Um, legal leaders, uh, we're on YouTube, Facebook, uh, Twitter, uh, and LinkedIn as well. So thank you for, for promoting that as well. And, and Rich and Michael, um, thank you both so much for having me on, on your podcast. Uh, truly appreciate it. Absolute honor. And I love what you guys have been doing as well. Thank you. Well, thank you. So, everybody, once again, thank you for joining us. And I got to say, wherever you are listening to us, no matter where you think you are in your career, you need a coach. Give us a call. We can help you. 
And once again, thanks for, for supporting us today. Have a great rest of your day and we'll see you again. Take care. With all of the issues facing leaders and organizations today, you need executive coaching more than ever. Go to our websites, richbarronexecutivecoaching.com or michaelbailey.com. You can also find us both on LinkedIn. Reach out to us and let's sit down and find out just how bright your future can be with executive coaching. We'd also like to thank all of our supporters in over 60 countries and 600 cities worldwide who have helped to make us one of the top executive coaching podcasts in the world. From Rich Barron and Michael Bailey, this is Mainline Executive Coaching ACT. Thank you and take care.